Building strong relationships is key to your success. During the workday, you will interact with many people, including your teammates, your manager, and other coworkers. The quality of these relationships can have a direct impact on your well-being and your ability to achieve your goals. That's why it's important to cultivate positive and productive relationships with those around you in order for you to have a better future for yourself and those around you. Hi, everybody. It's your host, Samantha and Gift. And we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic. But before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. So gift, usually people say that getting a promotion is not just about the skills that you have, but it's also about networking. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, personally, I feel like that is also a good route to take, like building relationship or networking to get yourself out there would potentially be a good way to also get a promotion. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And then what ways can you start building your networking skills so that way you put yourself in the right position to get a promotion. Okay, there are different strategies that I could share. Some of them I personally have used in my career and some I'm just happy to add. I think being intentional about the people you want to connect to is also important. So for example, if you're working in a team, you can start small. So you can start by building relationship with your coworkers, whether that is scheduling one-on-ones with them to just chat about the work that you're doing or talking about personal stuff that also helps break the ice sometimes and taking it further outside of your co-workers you can also spread your wings and build connections with people in the industry and how that has worked for me is I like to connect with people that are doing similar things like me so I work in the developer relations space so I like to connect to people that are also developer advocating in companies that I find that oh I like what you're doing I want to learn from them right so I connect with them on LinkedIn on Twitter and being an introvert that I am I try as much as possible to know boundaries right so when I want to connect with people I start by following them first and then take it one step further by interacting with their tweets and sometimes I find that we have similar interests and we take it from there to the dms and you even meet them in real life so that's how you build connections from like scratch like you start small can start with your teammates if you don't feel comfortable just going out in the wild to connect to people and then take it one step further connect with people in your network in your community and then just continue building relationships from there. I have an experience where I had someone that I was looking up to and I was like, I don't think that I'll ever have like the opportunity to talk to them in person or even through DMs, right? So I started like use the same approach. So I followed them, I'd interact with their tweets. And this is someone that I looked up to like in my career. So eventually she DM'd me one day asking if I wanted mentorship and I wasn't even expecting that right but because I was always trying to be seen right that also triggered her to also notice me I guess so yeah this is me talking about building relationship outside of just your work but also within your network and within the space that you're working in. So how can somebody who's like doing mostly networking outside of work get a promotion 
because we don't have a lot of time here, right? We can't always be chatting with people. We have work to do. True, true. I call it like Wingstock. So essentially it's the idea of documenting as much as you can stuff that you're doing so that you can, because nobody's going to advocate for yourself. You have to do the advocating yourself to get promoted, right? If you're doing a lot of connecting with people, both at work, outside of work, try to document all those things, right? So when you have like conversations with your manager and you're, maybe they ask, what have you done that is, you know, helping your community? You can say, oh, I'm part of this group where we are like mentoring women. That is a nice thing to say, or just soft skills are important. Just showing different ways where you're showing your soft skills, abilities in your work and your manager sees them. And if you have a one-on-one conversations, you can also share, for example, the things that you are working on personally in your career and things you're doing, like steps that you're taking to actually achieve that. And if they see all of these things that you're doing, it can also put you, you're already showing first, you're showing, um, you're good at communicating. Secondly, you're showing that you're also great at leading initiatives. So for example, you're doing community related work. You can also bring that to your team by taking up more leadership um, opportunities, right? And also being very vocal really helps because as underrepresented folks, if we feel like we're in a space where we're like the minority, it's sometimes hard to speak up. So I try to like, try to like, take myself out of that phase where I'm like feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be speaking because the kind of people in this call I shouldn't be talking about. I think it really helps to just go out, share your work, like advocate for yourself, right? And that way it puts you in the, you know, eyes of the people that potentially want you to get you promoted. Okay. And when you're talking about the eyes of the people, what does your employers look for when they consider people for promotions? Okay, where I work, we have a yearly performance improvements round. I've been working at my current company now for a little over a year, so I've not had the opportunity to do that. But based off of the process that we take, you have like a round where you go through the performance review with your manager and some of your teammates. And then after that, it involves some getting feedback from people you work with, getting feedback from your manager, getting feedback from adjacent teams. And then with that, talking about relationship building, it would be nice if you've done some of the things that I've said so people can actually have something to say and give you feedback on based on the way you've communicated or interacted with them in the past. So after that, then when the actual performance review kicks in, I think this is around, I'm not sure now, maybe July or the end of the year, then based on the feedback you get or you've gotten, you can then get promoted. Yeah, each company is going to have a different type of level docs, but for the most part, they all kind of do the same thing, but you have that bucket of technical skills, you have a bucket of relationship and you have a bucket of communication. There's probably a few other buckets that some people have, but like I would say those are like the main ones. So yeah, so that's why it's important for us to talk today about building relationships to get that promotion. Even if you don't get that promotion, why is it important to develop professional relationships? Yeah, I think that even if you're not chasing promotions, it's still super important to try to build professional relationships. Essentially, I think the core reasons is first, you want to be able to learn 
from the people that you work with. And how you do that is by being effective at communicating, building connections with people, right? So if you're working in a team of maybe 10 to 20 people, how do you cater for the connection between these people? Because of course, it's even harder if you work remotely, right? How I've seen in the past, the best way to grow relationships is if you have effective communication between your co-workers and another important thing to also take note of is the opportunities that comes alongside building relationships with people uh, for example there's like communities where i'm part of communities where i'm part of where they actually help people for example if they're trying to break into tech help them get jobs and how you can build connections to get you in that space is by connecting to people within your network or within your community apart from the opportunities you get from building relationship it also just helps how do i say this it helps to just be connect with people on a personal level for example if you're working with someone it's just always nice to go one step further away from work get to know them a little bit better and you don't have to be best friends you can just like know for example where you're from build small talks eventually as you have regular conversations with them is also important i definitely agree with you just because you're not getting a promotion still having those one-on-one conversations with people getting to know people it makes your job more fun right when you have people that you can like slack and be like you see what this girl did like just building those relationships is makes work more fun for me at least so a lot of times with promotions you have to go through your manager or your supervisor in order to apply or get recommended for a promotion how do you build that relationship with your manager i don't know how it works for other teams boss for my team we usually have one-on-ones so weekly one-on-ones in this call it's an opportunity for me to also share what i'm doing and also how, like, the career trajectory that I'm putting for myself, so the goals that I have set for myself. And doing this call, I think, is the best opportunity to have your manager know that you, this is what you've been doing over the last year, and you feel like you're ready for a promotion. And then they can share with you before even asking you to go through the process of getting the reviews. They can then share with you feedback directly if they feel like you're currently already based on the work that you've been doing or if they feel like you still need a little bit of time, right? So I feel like having these one-on-ones, if you don't already do that, is important for you to speak to your manager and you know talk about how you're feeling about your job, if you feel like you need to be promoted based on the work that you've done. Yeah, that's the good space to do it. You mentioned that you were an introvert, which I am also an introvert. Do you have any advice for people who are introverts who want to build those relationships but can't seem to get out of that introverted bubble? Personally, I think that what has worked for me is seeing what I'm trying to achieve, like seeing the end results or the end goal, actualizing that first. So for example, if I'm feeling like I shouldn't speak up because I'm shy, maybe the reason why I want to speak up is to share what I've done that is 
very valuable and beneficial for the team. I think I'll just picture myself being getting like appraisal or, or what I think has helped me with speaking up is when I have like the final picture of what I'm trying to achieve. So for example, if I have a goal in mind that I want to be more present in my team, I want to speak up at meetings, for example, I actualize and I picture that goal and I see also what that helps me. Like what does it help me with? It helps me with my communication, helps me with public speaking. And I put myself in a different, so I have like two, I say alter ego, that's what I call it. So I have like the gifts that is the quiet one and the gifts that speaks up when she has to write. So that really helps me a lot with coming out of that shell. So if you're also feeling that way. I think the best thing to do is also try what I do. So if you have a goal in mind, try to see the final result. And if you know that in order for you to achieve that, you need to come out of your bubble, then try to create an oath. Like it's your mind, right? Your mind will tell you you can't do that. But try to focus more on what you're trying to achieve than how you feel about it at the current moment. And then you'd see that eventually you end up doing the things that you didn't even know you had the you know, capacity to do in the first place. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us in your story. Until next time, y'all. Bye.